Welcome to the podcast From the Alps to the Rockies. It's part of the celebration of 75 years of diplomatic relations between Switzerland and Canada. The Swiss Embassy in Ottawa and the Consulate General in Montreal and Vancouver are pleased to offer you a series of podcasts between July 1st and August 1st, the respective national days of the two countries. The broadcasts will feature speakers from Switzerland and Canada who will discuss various aspects of collaboration from the Swiss Alps to the Canadian Rockies. Welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Nina Bader and I work for the Consulate General of Switzerland in Vancouver. And today I talk to Chantal Achoman, who owns together with her husband Roger the Roger's Paradise Lodge in Northern BC. Chantal, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you on today's podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself first a bit? Yeah, we are uh, in the north of uh, Fort St. James, totally in the wilderness. And me and my husband, we own here a lodge. Actually, it's a like a guest resort. And um, yeah, everybody is really welcome to make here holidays. Actually, we are from Switzerland. We are a couple. We are married um, until uh, 2014. We, we own this and we are the only one who have been working over here. Our lodge is around uh, 11 acres, and it was a really, really old building when we bought the place. There was no street access, only lake access, so we have to build the road and everything. And the first couple years before we move over to Canada, we um, just came in the summertime, and we renovated a lot of um, the buildings and built some stuff new. And, yeah. and later, 2017, we moved over from Switzerland to live over here. And what do you offer your visitors on your lodge? Are there any specific um, activities that you offer or what are some of the highlights? Actually, first, the uh, beautiful nature, you know, there is a lot of animals around. We have uh, we have a lot of bears, we have moose, we have uh, bobcats and yeah, typical uh, animals what you have here in the wilderness. Um, actually, you can make canoe tours, you can make day tours in canoe or just go a couple hours. You can go fishing or you rent a boat, uh, visit the lake by boat. We can make a tour with you for to watch bears. We brought our very old uh, Binskauer from uh, Switzerland. And uh, with this, we go out with the guests for, for, for to look at uh, bears and stuff like that. Or maybe, I don't know, if you ever um, ever drove some um, ATVs. Or you can bring your ATVs and snowmobiles by yourself and go out in the nature over here. What we love to hear on this podcast are the stories behind the people. So tell us a bit about your immigration story. What brought you to the Canadian wilderness? Um, actually, uh, that's a little bit of a love story about my husband. Uh, he was uh, 1987. He was here for a couple months He with his girlfriend at this time, and he traveling around, and he really started to love this country. And then um, he was uh, back in Switzerland, been working over there, and uh, but he always had a dream about Canada. And then I met him. And we are both, every time we go in the nature, when we had time, we've been traveling all over the world. So a little bit in Canada too. And we tell, okay, 
we've been working that long uh, for the government in Switzerland. We would like to do something else. And we want to go back to our old professional, actually, uh, in hospitality and uh, do something new, totally new, because, um, yeah, we are both, uh, we've been working both for the crime police in Switzerland for, yeah, Roger, almost 30 years, and I'm over uh, 20 years. So we tell, hey, we would like to do something totally else. Yeah, Roger grown up in the Swiss mountains in the hotel of his parents, and I was a pastry cook and been working on a cruise line ship. So we really know the hospitality. And then uh, we think, okay, um, Canada, it's a really nice country, and we love this country and the nature over here too. So, yeah, the thing is we tell, okay, a fishing lodge, something like that would be great because the biggest hobby from um, Roger is fishing. So, perfect. We're traveling around, looking at a lot of places, and we couldn't find the, the really good place, what we would like, you know. And we are back in Switzerland, watch uh, the internet, and then we saw this lodge. We called the owner and tell him, hey, we would like next summer, we would like to look this lodge, and maybe it will be this place what we would like. And then uh, we make an appointment. He was actually a Swiss-Canadian, actually. And then uh, we met him, and then we go with the boat to our lodge. And then we, when we come over the corner with the boat, saw the lodge, and Roger and me, we know exactly that will be our lodge. We saw the potential in this lodge. And then one year later, we bought the place and started the renovation. That was actually uh, uh, 2013 we bought the place, and 2014 became the first summer really over to renovate. And then the next couple of years, every summer we renovate, and wintertime we go back to Switzerland. And 2017, in uh, April, we move over forever. <laughs> so it really was love at first sight. Yeah. Yeah, it it was. It was, yeah. And it was, it is totally in the wilderness, you know. Actually, um, you have to go to Fort St. James, what's the city. And that's uh, 135 kilometers from here. And the first uh, 80 kilometers is only gravel roads, only forestry roads. There is nobody around. We have no neighbors. There is nobody on this lake anymore. That's just us. And, um, yeah, it's totally away from, from everything. And we have to do everything by ourselves. We have a solar system. We have our septic system. We have to take care about our road. Um, yeah, you can't have more wilderness. Do you miss sometimes the, the convenience of living in the city and in a small country like Switzerland where everything is very close and where you have neighbors and activities around you? Do you ever miss that? I, I can't tell really miss. Sure, there is sometimes uh, it's nice uh, when you're friends around or whatever. Sure, that's moments what, what is always like that because that was your whole life and you, sure, or you miss your family before you just tell, okay, I go to visit my mother and she lives 10 minutes uh, from my place, you know. But Today it's nice, you have WhatsApp, you have Skype, and you can talk with each other. So it's not anymore that big problem like uh, many years ago when you don't have this, you know. 
And um, sure, it, everything is a little bit more complicated because uh, before when something uh, was broken, you just call uh, the owner and tell, hey, please, can you fix it? And now you have to do this by yourself. And the same too, when you have to, to go uh, to buy groceries or whatever, you have really to make a list and it's not allowed to forget something, you know. Otherwise, you have to drive minimum four hours to get this stuff and you can't do this every day, you know. So, but really miss? No, I would say no, not really miss. As someone living in the city in Vancouver, I'm always wondering how is the winter in the north? How do you experience that? You already talked about the, the struggles of doing groceries and fixing things. How is the situation in winter? Winter is really quiet and everything is covered with, uh, with snow and I really like them. Uh, sure, it's. I think it's not for everybody because uh, it's a hard life in winter over here, you know, because uh, sometimes if it's snowing or snowstorm, because the longest snowstorm we've ever had here was uh, 72 hours without without break and really much wind and snow. And uh, next day, I remember the first year, next day we couldn't open our door anymore because everything was full of snow. So one year later, we covered this place with the roof so the snow don't can come to the door anymore. You know, at this time, we have to go out on a window and shovel first the snow from the from the door. But it is it is really nice. You know, the, the, the lake is frozen. You can go snowshoe walking. You can go with the snowmobile and places where you never can go in, in summertime. It is really cold. We have between 30 and 45 uh, below uh, in wintertime. But the nights are not really dark about the snow. And, um, yeah, I, I like it because I never had any more since I, I was a child. Uh, so much snow in Switzerland, you know, and the wintertime is fantastic. I just love them. <laughs> I definitely agree. And it's what people think of when they think of Canada, right? They think of the nature and the re remoteness and the wilderness. Yeah, it is. It is like that. It is like that, you know. And uh, yeah, and in the winter time, we have a lot of wolves. The wolves really come really close to our house. And uh, I remember last winter we got a wolf. He comes uh, to the fence, and uh, he looked at us and our dogs too. And then uh, our dogs were barking, but he don't care. He lie down and take a nap by our fence. And the fence is just four or five meters away from our house, you know. So it has been a couple of years now that you have been living in Canada. What Swissness did you bring into your job and into your life here in Canada? Oh, actually the food. <laughs> because I was a pastry cook. And um, yeah, my meals still are European style, you know, uh, still Swiss style, the same with the dessert too. And... Um, yeah, the fishing stuff too. We still make our a lot of our lures by ourselves, or we use our lures what we have made before. I think if you when you live that long uh, in Switzerland, there is some things what you don't change. Yeah, it's special the food too, you know. So, what's your signature dish or the so-called Heimweh food that you're cooking? Oh, that's that's the cheese, that's the fondue, the raclette. But I think the Swiss people. 
people there always will miss uh, the cheese. But you can find here some um, some good cheese and some good fondue too. And the same with the chocolate too. You can find chocolate here and uh, the Swiss chocolate. And yeah, we really eat, still eat them. Do you ever go back to Switzerland? Yes, I was back um, for a couple times. Roger, where until last three years he didn't was anymore in Switzerland, but I were back every year just for the big exhibitions um, for holidays in Zurich. So we go over there and make some advertising. And mostly I was over there because uh, Roger didn't want I'm alone um, on the lodge uh, during the winter time because it's really hard when you've been alone over here. So he told uh, you have to go to the exhibition and I will stay because if something happened, um, I'm stronger and I can do more. So I go over there. Do you have uh, Swiss contacts around you? Do you have a Swiss community around in your area? Do you know somebody Swiss or are you the exotic Swiss in the north? <laughs> no, I think uh, in the north there live some couple Swiss, you know. But our problem is uh, we live too far from everything, you know. We we know some there is a uh, a Swiss family in Fort St. James too, but that's already more than two hours one way, you know. And uh, sometimes I meet her when I go shopping or whatever. Then I see her a couple times, but we don't have really contact to them like uh, you chatting every week or whatever, you know, because it's four hours to meet somebody. That's that's actually a little bit the problem, you know. And Roger and me, we can't leave the lodge together. One person always have to stay home, you know. You can't leave everything alone here because if something happens, somebody has to, to be here and fix that. That's a little bit our problem. We never can do any more something together. One person has to stay home. Let's go the other way around. So now living in Canada, what Canadian qualities would you like to see more in Switzerland? I think how they handle how, how they handle the problems with bears and wolves and stuff like that, how they live together with with those, you know. I think the Swiss people really can look if there is a bear, it's not like, oh, it is a problem, you know. Here live so many bears and there is not really much issues with the bears. And the same is with the wolf too. A wolf is not bad. A wolf will not do you anything, you know, and just because you see them. I think how they handle all this stuff, I think that would be really nice if the Swiss people look a little bit more like that, you know. Thank you, Chantal. I think that's a very nice uh, closing statement. And I would like to thank you for joining us today for this podcast. And I wish all the best to you and Roger.